podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. December, but listen, it's for Friday forecast. There's nothing we can do about it. Um, the days are all over the place, the games are all over the place, and we have to move everything around the suit. Um, we did. The Premier League just won't play our game. We have to play theirs, apparently. Um, with me tonight is Grizz, is Joe, and the return of Matt, um, who's decided to come back a couple of time zones and be able to come on and do a podcast. He has a massive tumbler of red wine in front of him, so anything could happen in the next hour or so. But um, as you know, the Friday forecast, how it works, we we have got 10 games in the Premier League on Boxing Day and the 27th. We're going to look at about six of them in a little bit of detail, forward some quick predictions, and of course at the end we'll all try to pick three goal scorers for the weekend. Barry Devaney has declared that Matt is alive, and Dan Jay said it's true, he's back. Um, yeah, he is back. And um, for the um, festive season, you may see a little bit more of him, unless he just drinks way too much and um, is unconscious for most of it. Um, Ma, get the smile off my face. Ma, how are you been? Ask him. Ma, how Ma, 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 how are you, Ma? We talk every day, so <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all good, mate. It's good to be back in the UK. Even though it's uh, a bit mad at the moment. But... Yeah, when did when did when did you get back? Uh, Saturday. When are you fucking off? It's Monday. Oh, great. But I'll, I'll do some. I'll do some more pods for, with the time zone. Don't worry. Yeah, about yeah if we let you in, if we let you okay. in. Okay. Well, if you're here on Sunday night, you can come onto the fat back four. How does that sound? Do you Sounds remember that, Matt? Do you remember that, Matt? Oh, no, I'm, p- I'm pissed on Sunday. I'm out. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, week off for Matt. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but listen, um, Matt has just arrived here. Matt has just arrived on Wednesday and said, "No, I need a week off from tomorrow." So look, that's how it works. But anyway, look, you know how this show works. This is brought to you by Colossus Bets. Go to colossusbets.com. Use LFCDT as your sign up uh, referral code. Look us up in there and join our syndicates. Our, our syndicate for these set of games are actually live at the moment. Um, the link is in the description to this show as well. So if you want to get on there, join in the syndicate. We're having a bit of crack with it. Um, we're, We've been really close with some of them as well, which is starting to annoy me. But um, one of these days we'll hit the big time. Uh, Joe, how are you, my man? Because I'm a little bit afraid to ask, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, just about recovered, mate, if I'm honest. It was rough, wasn't it? Rough going. Um, yeah, you've, you've got to take, we've got to take our beatings and uh, move on. We've got to, look, we've got two huge games now. We've got Burnley and West Brom in mm. that order. So... They're the games that we need to be winning. Um, yeah, just <laughs> I'd rather not really. Is it time to triple Captain Bamford? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Come on. Mm, 
And do you know, I'm I'm, I'm concerned about that Allardyce one. I'm concerned about that West Brom one. Oh yeah. yeah. And and Burnley set pieces, man. We can't we can't defend set pieces to save uh, to save our life, man. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Burnley and West Brom are just going to pepper us from that perspective. But we'll have to wait and see, man. I've um, <laughs> my confidence has just waned. You know what I mean? We'll probably play Burnley. We'll score a couple, and I'll be bouncing again. Of course, you will. Of course you will. If Burnley attempt to ruin my friend Joe's Christmas, um, there's going to be an issue. Right, but lads, um, we have got six games we're going to look at in some sort of detail. We've got four that we're going to look for quick predictions. And of course, as I said, our syndicate is live, so I'll give you a rundown of what we've predicted as well. Uh, the first one I'm going to start with is uh, Wolves v Sports. Wolves are going through a bit of a uh, tricky patch at the moment. Spores, of course, got beaten at Anfield um, middle of last week. And then we're beaten at home as well. Uh, by Leicester and so so they're two on the bounce but we Matt or Grizz I'll come to you sorry we, we go yeah, into this one yeah we go into this one and um, go on hit me I've got some spares now <laughs> okay spores news Inside, to come. Uh, I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking spores just... news to come um, Grizz we look at this one like Wolves you know they, they are a bit patchy at the moment um, and, and you look at spores is this a good game for spores to go away to Wolves where they can you know, Wolves will come onto them and they can try hit them on the on the break and get that confidence back. Because I feel I have a feeling that if if Spurs lose this one, I think their season could blow up. I think I think this is destined to be one of those boringest games because Wolves don't like having the ball too much either. I mean, it's 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 a you know, it's not even a clash of styles. It's like a coming together of styles where sort of Spurs under Jose fucking hate the ball and Wolves home and away play the same way. Uh, counter-attacking football and both are going through a bit of a rough patch I mean we've broken Spurs haven't we alright they they won today in some the Rumblers Cup or whatever it is mm-hmm. and um, and uh, but uh, he's playing the strongest team available near enough in every game and that's how desperate he is to get a trophy for, for Spurs um, you know we know Jose lives for trophies whether it's the charity shield or whatever so he's going to want to get that league 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 cup as a trophy in his second season in the league. Um, you know, that's, that's sort of, is that two defeats and a draw in the last three? Um, Cause palace, they drew, didn't yeah. they? And then, and then we, yeah. we and Leicester beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wolves are rocking as well. Wolves got um, beaten by Burnley, um, yep. you know, who, who haven't shown any form, but suddenly turned up and beat Wolves handy. So, I don't think it's a game that's going to be sort of full of goals or one for the purists. You know, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be a fucking boring game. It's probably one of those you try to avoid or put on prime Amazon or something. You know, it's one of those ones that, you know, um, try to avoid. Um, Spurs need a win if they've got any sort of remote hopes or ambitions to be the threat, so to speak. Uh, but, you know, I can see it. So I can, I can see it petering out to a draw to be honest. Okay, we get we get your prediction now in a couple of minutes. Ma, you have got some spores news. Apparently, if you want to throw it at me, you can. But what I would say to you is, like, you know, when it comes to writing, when it comes to writing off teams, there's probably nobody better than you because you say to you, what about so you go, nah, nah, league is won. Um, what do you make of spores? Do you do you think the season could blow up if they lose this one, or could if they win it, they look into the into the Christmas period going couple of wins and you never know where it'll bring you because they were they were forced last week. They're fifth or sixth now. Uh, I, I don't think they're anything to win it uh, to worry about. They, they 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 will win the game. I reckon they'll beat Wolves, no problem, two 0 something like that. Um, but the Spurs players are not enjoying 
the Jose style of football. I can I, I know that for a fact from, from an inside fact. But uh, Spurs coach and staff have said it. Right. <laughs> He's it's trying true. to keep a straight face here. It's true. It's, it's full on true. Spurs players are not enjoying uh, the type of football. And we all know not many players do enjoy that moving near football. As soon as they go on a lose, it's okay if you're winning. You kind of put it to one side and say, okay, I'm not enjoying it, but, but we're winning. As soon as they start getting a few losses under the belt, which they are now, then it starts getting a bit nasty. Uh, I can see Spurs blowing up before the season's over. Um, I, I think they'll come maybe fourth, maybe third, something like that, but they will not be pushing us. Um, they're, they're, they'll still go on to beat Wolves because they've got a lot of quality inside. They've got Son and Kane, are amazing strikers. They've got good midfield. So they're going to beat the, the teams like that, but they're not going to be sitting at the top of that league anywhere near us by the end of the season. Okay. Joe, um, before I get to you, David Lennon asks, any chance of an Alberti shirt? Well, happy birthday, David. Um, the only thing I will say is you sent me a picture earlier of some mad kind of notions field that Andy Young would eat. And, um, I, I'm, I'm nearly going to take that happy birthday back just because of that photo. Um, but no, happy birthday and have a great Christmas, my man. Joe, you look at Spurs and you look at Mourinho and, you know, he tries something at Anfield and it doesn't work. He, he He's getting away with it against Leicester until Aurier inter, intervenes and, and gives gives away a penalty and then they just, they're flat second half for me. When you look at this Spurs side, and I don't agree with Chris, I think Wolves do like to have the ball. I, I think this game might be actually made for Spurs. Uh, I'm not so sure. I mean, when when we played when we played Wolves, I mean, all they did genuinely was just hit in and obviously hit it up to Jimenez at the top and then try catch us on the counter. But I do believe they switched up the style a little bit recently, haven't they? And uh, I think gone with a three. Is it four three three? I think they'd gone with recently. Yeah. I'm not too sure with the with the young striker up top, the new lad they brought in in the summer. Um, but I, it's mad, isn't it, how quick things turn? Like you said, you know, Spurs were up there and they were never going to win a league title. Whether, but they will win a trophy this season, like Grace said. You know, I think that's why he's going all out in the Carling Cup. I, I've said many times, I think Mourinho will win something at Tottenham, but it ain't going to be in the league. It's mad, like you said, they're now in sixth. Um, both sides really need a result. You know, they're both not in great form at the minute. Um, so they both need a result. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, for me, Tottenham, Mourinho's going to get them back to winning ways in the league, surely. Um, I'm, I'm crapping myself up against that Tottenham side in a couple of games' time, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's perfectly built for Leeds, man. It'll be another six, I'm telling you. But no, nah, I think um, I think Mourinho and Tottenham will, uh, will win this one. They've got two, man. Okay. Right, I'll stay with you, Joe, and give us your prediction. 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one Spurs. Okay. Ma, you're going with 2-0 two, Spurs. 2-0, two, mate. Yeah. yeah, and Grace? Adama Traore, goal ruled out, VAR. Okay. Apparently he's coming to Leeds. Apparently he's coming to Leeds, 90 minutes. You don't want him, mate. Too early, you don't want him. can you imagine? I, I can't see him playing under a, a, a Bielsa. Can you imagine Bielsa trying to give him instructions and strict instructions to follow? He's a he's a proper thickhead, him. He's not going to... Bielsa loves clever players, smart players. No, he's just going to bump him out. A good relationship at Borough, though, man. I'm, I'm all about that. Get him in there. I would have Did you get my point? You, I'm sure you get my yeah, but hold point. On, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this a damage we we're speaking about? Yeah, yeah, apparently. Is this the, fe- is this the, f- is this the fella that Wolves wanted 90 million quid for under someone? Yeah, yeah, apparently. They but... don't even play him. He's a myth. He's a myth. He hasn't changed. What, what's what, the money you're looking at? He hasn't, he hasn't scored or assisted in like 
16 games or something stupid. No, because as Andy this. Young says, he Why still going in your runs team down then? the wing and chips the ball into the box. <laughs> You know, so he's he's um he's it's he's not good. Um, I'd love to see what sort of money they're talking about if he is linked with. Oh, we won't pay anywhere near that if that's the sort of figures. Yeah, no. Yeah, Um, it's uh, it's ninety minute that broke it though. It's first time I heard, so I don't know. I'll have to yeah. wait and see. Dan Jay has two two. Uh, Grizz, what are you going for? Antonet McConville has one one. Yeah, I'm I'm with Antonet. Uh, okay. I'm going one one. I'm going with one one of this one. Um, oh. I'm going to triple captain Kane. So I'm hoping Kane's gonna get me a goal, and I think, um, I think uh, Neto's gonna score for them. Okay, for you so you're gonna triple I... captain someone who's gonna you think's gonna get you one goal. Is that what you just said? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna, <laughs> hear me out. Who you calling a thick head before? It's 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 gonna be a low, <laughs> it's gonna be a low scoring week. Okay. Um. But uh, listen, I'll let you know where Syndicate has picked two one two results we've gone with, 2-1 to Wolves and 3-1 to Sports. Um, they're the two results that we have uh, in the Syndicate this week. For me personally, um, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a tight game. I think I think Sports just edge. I think Sports will just just about edge. Uh, Grizz, quick prediction from me: Villa v Palace. Villa v Palace. Um, two one Palace. Oh, okay, Ma. Two all. Two all. Nice. Joe. Three one Villa. Three one Villa. Okay. In Air Syndicate there we have got two one to Villa. Three one to Palace or a two two or better draw. Two two, three three, four four, whatever you want to be. Anything above one one. Um I think that's yeah, I think that'd be a good game as well. And another quick one, Matt, Fulham v Southampton. I think this is a hard one. Uh, Southampton two now. Oh, Grizz. Um I'm going for a surprise, yeah. Two two. Two two. Mm. Uh Joe. Two one Southampton. Two one Southampton. Um in the syndicate this week we have two one Fulham, one one and two nil to Southampton. So uh yeah, that, I think that'd be an interesting game. Fulham are starting to show signs and I just don't know about Southampton after an hour. They just seem to their legs go. I don't know what it is about them. Maybe they just work so hard in the first hour of the game. But we'd have to wait and see. Um Sheffield United against Everton, lads, is the next one up. And uh who has the phone on? Is that Matt? Yeah, Do you know what it is? It's my laptop, right? My laptop does it all the time, but I don't know how to. I don't know how to quiet it. If I mute it, it'll mute this. And notifications on for OnlyFans. Is that what it is? Four past ten. I don't know if it's if it's an app. I don't know if it's an app you're using. Try close the app, maybe. Um, but anyway, Joe. On to yeah. what I was saying, Sheffield United against Everton. Sheffield United yeah. got a point the other day at Brighton. Um, had a player sent off, I think, didn't he, as well? And, yeah, you know, you're, you're, look, you're looking at Everton, who had a great start to the season, a little bit of an <clears> iffy spell, come back strong again. Joe, we spoke about Sheffield United last week. We don't think they can survive two points through 13 games. Just just doesn't cut it, and it want to be something exceptional to get out of this. But... Can they give can they give everything a game at the weekend? I, I fancy having Everton strongly in this one. See, I come on here every week and I say, Sheffield United, they're gonna turn it around, it's gonna be a one-nil win. Mm. <laughs> they they've got a winning game soon. Um I thought it had been last week, to be fair. And I did say I've been talking them up saying if anyone I've still got like a little little thing there that tells me that Wilder might do something, you never know. I know it's never happened before and I know the way short now, but what is it? <laughs> Two wins and they'll be back in. It's I don't know. I know they've got some big injuries. 
Look, Everton are in great form. I do think Sheffield United defend really well, though. They don't score many. Um, I'm still going to back Sheffield United because I still think they're going to do it. They're going to get a win. Um, and why not this weekend at home against Everton? Yeah. Wilder's oh. going to do it, I think. I know it sounds crazy. Everyone won't buy into it, but I just think he'll do it. Joe, it feels to me like you have some sort of really, you really like this fella and you really want him to. Yeah. Or let you just, or let you just go and listen. I'm just going to keep predicting for them to win every weekend. No, no. So do you know what it is? I don't, I, like, obviously, there's the Yorkshire thing there. They're not really, we, when we play each other, I, say, I guess it's a rivalry, but it's more, I respect Sheffield United and I like Chris Wilder. He, he managed my, uh, my hometown club as well of Halifax. Um, he's a good, Leeds fans might not agree with me because he said some uh, bad things about Leeds fans, but I think he's a good bloke, man. He's he's made his way all the way up from lower leagues. He's a Sheffield guy. He's, you know, played and I think he was ball boy there, managed. And I, I, that's what I mean. When people say they need to get shot, they won't sack him, you know. Even if he takes him down with the lowest ever, they won't sack him because they'll just keep him there in championship and they'll look to bring him straight back. And I think it's the right way to go. Um, but yeah, they're going to they're going to get a win at some point. Honestly, they will. And um, yeah, I'm going to say I'll say it every week. One one nil Sheffield United this weekend. Good stuff, Grizz. Um, when you look at this, when you look at this game, you know, and we've spoken about Everton for most of the season. When you can get the. the when they get most of their best 11 on the pitch they're fine it's when you go beyond that and you have to bring in 3 or 4 that aren't their first 11 they really look to me like they struggle and that happened over the last couple of weeks but if they've any aspirations for top 4 or Europe or whatever it is Grizz they have to be going and winning these games against the side with 2 points through 13 games or whatever it is they have to they have to but I can't see it I watched them tonight um, and Man United were playing sort of all right, Man United have still got some good players even in their so-called second team, but they're fucking pissed all over Everton. Um, you know, Everton, without Rodriguez, you just don't see where the creativity comes from. They, they're so reliant on Rodriguez or Seamus Coleman sort of to go down the right flank. He's a, basically the right winger near enough. Um, I just don't, you know, I just... Uh, this is what, again, again, he's got the makings of an absolute boring, dull game again. Um told you guys it's going to be a low scoring weekend that's when my triple captain's only going to get me one goal so I, I think this has got the makings of a absolute dull game and Sheffield United can't buy a goal can they um, you know our, our ex-lad um, Brewster struggling there is not even getting regular game time um, The you know the, turn off your laptop we're on staycation I'm on totalwine.com they have so many rosés chardonnays and proseccos it feels like a real vacation wondrous selection helpful guides ridiculously low prices total wine and more when he came on I thought he changed the game I thought he looked uh, good when he came on he's he's having he's having sort of little sort of splurts here and there but he's not you know there's the Brewster, we all said at the time, like, you know, he'd suit a Brighton more where Brighton create chances and then they've got that shit Malpai up front to miss them. If they had Brewster in those situations taking those chances, um, he'd score far more goals. At Sheffield United, it's a totally different way of playing, man. Your striker's got to be, you know, running channels or holding it up. Even though they play a two, one holds the ball up, which is not really Brewster's forte, and the other one runs channels. Oli, uh, what's his name? Um, McGoldrick. McBurney's McBurney the hold up. McBurney's your hold up guy, and then you know, so he's it's like, McGoldrick, yeah, yeah McGoldrick. So, you know, he, Brewster's all around sort of little slide balls, little through balls, you know, getting on the end of them, and, and, and they haven't got anyone to do that. Um, they've got that Sander Burge who's who's decent, um, but he's you know, Sent he's off. not, 
Yeah. Is he missing? Is he missing? No, this yeah, he was, was it not Sanderberg who was sent off? I think. I think it was. You know, Sanderberg yeah. last week. So you know that that weakens him even more, doesn't it? So yeah, um, you know the keepers. I don't know. You know, I don't know what they've done when they they brought in Ramsdale for Henderson, and they actually played money for him. I think they paid back twenty eight million for oh, Ramsdale. 18, Eighteen million. Eighteen million. I beg your pardon. Yeah, just ten million out. Yeah, but um, same difference. Same, same thing. <laughs> but um, but look, um, I think it's got the makings of an absolute stinker. Another game like you know, properly. James, you're full of these Christmas Christmas joy. Joy. Well, It's going to be like that. Over, over, over Christmas, you get games like this. I'm a, I'm a football man. I've been watching it like, for years and years. Over Christmas, you get big high-scoring games. No, 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 no. It's, well, it's very really different. Berg was injured. Sorry, it was lunch. It was lunch from that was sent off. Was sent off. Yeah, yeah. still won't change the game though. It'll still be a boring game. But yeah, but, uh, both big losses then though for Sheffield United as well, aren't they? To be fair, so what's that? Uh, Sanderberg and Lundstrom. If if they're both yeah. out this weekend, they're both big losses. To be fair, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, Richarlison, Richarlison went came off today for Everton, so I don't know if he'll if he'll be fit for it. Knocked out. Apparently, he's, he's out, isn't he? He's going to be in the line two weeks or whatever it is. They well, do they don't win a game. They don't win a game when Richarlison's not playing. So Sheffield United, man, you never know. Joe's getting excited for his one 0 prediction now. <laughs> yeah, he's all over it. He's out with another drink. Get a, get another drink, Joe. Get another drink. Um, we read out Sheffield as you take us up. We take we read out everything's in, injury list. Um, Ma, um, you love talking about the Ev, don't you? So, you know, we had we there was a brilliant show last night. Um, the, the midweek fix I had Jamie, Paul, Keith, and, and Chris on it, and they were talking about all the different teams in the top six or seven where they might come and stuff like that. And most of them had everything in the top six. But Matt, what do you make of this Everton side? Because I do think the first eleven is decent. I think it's something that could quite easily get a Europa League spot at the end of it when there's usually about fifth, sixth, and seventh gets it. But have they got it in them to to, to to push top four, do you think, or even get close? Is is Europa League the, the, the best they can hope for? It's hard to praise them because all the fans are knobheads. Um, like, they're a good team, good manager. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they, I, I think they'll be there or thereabouts, and they should be, rightly so. Um, they, I mean, they got well ahead of their, uh, themselves at the start of the season, which makes you want them to fail, but... Um, yeah, they're going to be about fifth or fourth. They'll be challenging for top four, I think. This is where they should be, and that's where they will be. They've got a manager to do it, and they've got the players to do it. Injuries aside, obviously, if they get a few injuries to Rodriguez or Richardson, a couple of key people, even Calvert Lewin, who's, who's key for them now, then then they'll struggle because you, you've got people like Sigurdsson on the bench, and, and the quality's just not there in the, in the backup. So as long as they stay injury free, I think they'll be there or thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, for this game, though, I. I I agree with Joe. I really like South, uh, Sheffield United. I like Wilder. I I spent a lot of time on the Bramalane Cup. I, I was in university in the halls next door to Bramalane. So I, I'm happy to see them in the league and I want them to do really well. But I I don't think this is the game they turn it around. I think Everton do this one um, quite comfortably. 2-0. Uh, don't, don't waste too much energy. And um, they're doing quite well. But Sheffield United have been having a lot of good games. They've been close a lot of times. They've, they've put their the playing good football and it's harsh the results they've been getting I think that they don't deserve to be bottom um, and I hope Wilder gets the time to turn it around because I think if they carry on like they are the heads don't drop and they, they keep pushing and playing the same way they, they should be picking up a lot more points I just don't think it'll be against Everton at the weekend 
Mm. I don't think I don't think Sheffield United <coughs> survive, but I think you're right what you're saying. Even even if they don't, even if this this squad stays together and gives it their all to the end of the season, and it, they have been, they have it has been close <coughs> enough games for most for most games that they've been in. Yeah. But I, I and I agree they shouldn't sack Wilder because I can't sit here last week and give out about West Brom sacking Billich for fucking Sam Allardyce and then turn around and go, oh, well, Wilder has to go. I think I think you're right. Even as Joe said, even if they go down, Wilder stays and he just knows everything about the club and how to do it. Go so. them up. So we're yeah, gonna yeah. look at those. But um, I fancy Everton strongly in this. Joe, give us a give us a prediction. One nil, one nil, Chef United. Yeah. One nil Sheffield United, just sticking with it. Okay, yeah. we can't break Joe on this one. Uh, Grizz, what are you having on this one? Knew it. That's for the best. Let's let's just. No, 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 guaranteed no, no. Nil, nil, uh, definitely yeah. not happening. Um, Ma, you're going two one, two one, Everton. Two one. Okay, I am. Um, I have I've everything down for a three one win. Um and it is part of our syndicate this week. Also one one. Um sorry, also two one to Sheffield United. We've gone, we've doubled our odds on that. And um a two two or three three draw. So there's loads there's loads of opportunities there for us in that one. But um Oh, you never know. I think Everton have to win in these games if they have any sort of aspirations for the season. They really, really do. Um next one up is Arsenal v Chelsea and Matt, I'm going to come to you first. How the because uh, I haven't asked you this question. How did Mikel Arteta manage to score himself the Arsenal job? In your opinion, madness, and he and he managed to convince a lot of people that he was a good manager as well. Um, to, uh, the board just must be thinking we're getting Pep light. Uh, we're going to get Pep Guardiola's his training. We're going to get his tactics, and this is going to filter into the club. And it's just not. It's not what Arsenal need right now. I've got an Arsenal mate who I speak to quite a lot. And when they got rid of um, Wenger, I was saying, uh, you're in trouble here. You're, you're entering the Hodgson years of, of Liverpool. And it's, and it's played out that way. What they need, they need... Because they took out Arsene Wenger, who was a player who, who like um, Ferguson, was someone who was the whole club. He was yeah. the scouting. He, he made every decision. And took him out. And... There isn't any personalities around the world now. Even Jurgen Klopp doesn't want to be the man who decides everything. We're at a point of time in football where you needed a, a director of football and a good one. Uh, you you need a backroom staff you can you can trust. You need the scout network set up. Until Arsenal get that proper internal set up, their coaches will never be able to thrive. Now Arteta could be a very good coach, but he hasn't got. I, I, I don't know. I don't know much about Arteta. I'm seeing his training games. I, all I know is the results have been fucking terrible. But the results will always be terrible until they get that right. And we saw it at Liverpool. Liverpool is the perfect example of it. Once Benitez went, we struggled until we got the, the proper setup and we trusted the setup. We had a manager who trusted the setup, the manager who trusted uh, Michael Edwards, who I, I love Michael Edwards. And, and now it's coming to fruition. You look at all the players we bought for, for hardly any money and. Everything he's done is where do you need someone to put their identity on the whole club from the first team down to the down to the youth? And Arsenal have not got that in Arteta, and Arteta's not a big enough manager or personality to put that in. Pep Guardiola might be on his own, but even he um, has a setup <clears throat> and he relies on people. So you've got someone as big and as strong as Pep Guardiola relying on this team, and Arsenal don't have it, and, that, and that's what they're going to miss. So it doesn't matter if you've got. Uh, Arteta or you got Diego Simeone or someone else in 
uh, Daniel Fark, as good as likes, you get any of these in. And, <laughs> uh, and, and they, they just won't succeed until you set the club up right because you've gone from, a, you've, you've got a vacuum there and it hasn't been filled. Well, can I ask you one more question before we move on? Though, man? No, um, no, no, no. No, go on, let us, please. <laughs> okay. You know, you and you. I think you're right in what you're saying. You do need somebody to come in and and look, not try replicate what Wenger done. You know, because it's hard. He, he revolutionises that club. It's twenty five years ago now. But you do need to bring someone in with a massive personality that literally takes control and says, "Yeah, I will rely on A, B, and C, but I am the main man at this club, and I will shape the whole club." It is it a case of these owners don't want somebody like that because they could have went and done Angelotti. They could have went and done anybody else, but they, they went from me to, on a vanity project with, with Mikel Arteta. And listen, no matter, what he, no matter what you think he is, he isn't the persona to come along and shape a football club, in my opinion. Is, is, it, is this down to the owners just going, we get him in, he won't kick up a fuss, and people love him because he used to play for Arsenal? No, I don't think it is. All owners want to succeed. Arteta is, is there, Brendan Rodgers, but we had Suarez at the time. That's where we're at. Um, he's a very good coach. I, I bet you he's got good training sessions um, I, and he, he's good. It's just not right at the moment. And, and that's where it's up to. No, 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 uh, no owners want someone, a yes man, to come in uh, and, and, and not be successful. They'd rather a non yes man and be successful. As a fact, the more success, the more money they have in their pocket. So, no, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I, I just think they've made. Uh, they've made a mistake and they've made a lot of mistakes and you look at FSG and they made mistakes along the way but they learned and it doesn't look like Arsenal are learning they may get yeah, another coaching and another coach and another coach yeah. until they sort the actual uh, the system out within the club they're going to be in the same position yeah that's a fair point point. Um, and they have made mistakes and they haven't learned as opposed to FSG who did you know they did do Daglish and they did do Rogers, and then they looked and went no we just need to go big and they did um, a lot of people asking about would Gerard go for it would Benitez go for it would if if you have any old questions like that genuinely go back to the midweek fix show from last night because the lads do discuss it in um, in detail and it's a really good conversation so check that out Grizz um just on Chelsea, you know, a lot of people are, are back in Chelsea. Um, they they feel like they can have a real push at the title. You, you've seen them over the last couple of weeks, so falter. Um, they lose two games on the bounce, don't they? They lose away at Everton and away at Wolves uh, late on. What do they need to do over this festive period, Grizz, to convince a lot of people that they actually are genuine, genuine contenders? Because they have got the squad depth, in my opinion. Yeah, they just need to do the obvious and win games. It's, it's, it's that kind of period where performance literally don't matter um it seems with chelsea it seems with chelsea very much like uh city they need to play well to win games if you know what i mean like um they're, they're not very good at sort of um battling their way through and getting a result they have got strength and depth um we muck about on our whatsapp whoever wins is the threat and uh but i generally i generally see them sort of as strong contenders for like a top four definitely um look the title this squad they've got hasn't got, you know, it hasn't got many of the remaining players that won the league, if any. I'm not sure if Aspelacueta is probably the only one. Maybe someone else in there, if anyone else, Marcus you know, Alonso. knows. Marcus Alonso, was he there? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, on the whole, it hasn't got... Um, Kante was definitely there, wasn't he? Kante, well, no, Kante's won it with uh, Leicester. But, um, and their manager definitely hasn't got sort of the experience of coaching a team that's going to actually win stuff or won stuff. So that's their sort of drawbacks. 
Um, but quality-wise, in terms of squad depth, man, it, it, it is serious. And, and they should have, you know, by all means, they should have a strong squad. They spent, you know, they just spent 300 million um, on an already existing good squad. So, um, you know, this one, they've got, and they've got a tremendous record against Arsenal as well. They usually always batter them, wherever the situation. Um, Arsenal always kind of, well, Arsenal shit themselves against anyone these days, but especially against Chelsea, they've got an awful record against Chelsea. And I can't, I can't see that changing for the life of me, to be honest with you. Okay. Joe, what way, when you look at this one, what are you thinking? Because like somebody said there in the chat earlier, if Arsenal lose this, it could genuinely be 17th in the league at the end of this, um, mm. you know, festive games or what? Yeah. The 26th and 27th. Yeah, he can't right, last it. much longer, can he, Joe? No, this is the thing. I, I don't understand. Like, I try ask. I, I asked Harry the other day on that. I mean, at which, at which point do they say, yeah, look, you know, we, we want it to work. I guess everyone wants it to work at Arsenal, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to, you know. They can't continue to, to lose games the way they are. I don't think they're going to get relegated or anything like that, you know, because they'll make a change before they even get close to that. I know they're still down there now, but um, as soon as as soon as soon someone decent comes in, they'll start picking up results. I think it runs deeper, um, like, like Matt said, um, and, and there's also some bad apples there at Arsenal, I think, as well. And the way well, the rumor, Arte- the rumor is, the rumor is today is that he's on the verge of the sack because a couple of of senior players have gone yeah. to the board about. Um, so that just stinks the place out. Yeah, of course. And it, he's not handled certain situations in the best way, has he? Like the Ozil one and all that sort of stuff, and some of the some of the uh, other um, older players, you know, and, and and I've heard Arsenal fans not being happy about the captain selections when David Luiz is on the pitch and they're going with Rob Alden and all that sort of stuff, which might seem trivial, but when you've got you know players like Luiz and that, you can imagine they would cause you know kick up a bit of a stink. So I think there's obviously things running deeper there. Um, I, I I agree with Matt as well, just, you know, when you were talking about Liverpool and how the setup, it's the same at Leeds, you know, they, Rad Razani tried a number of things and then brought in Bielsa and they've got the director of football and now it all works and now we're back in the Premier League, you know. Um, so, so there's a lot in that as well. But um, yeah, I mean, Chelsea finally got over that hoodoo of being able to beat anyone that was in the top 10 as well, didn't they, against West Ham? Because um, I was clinging on to that as a Leeds United fan. I was thinking, oh, they just can't beat anyone in the top half. <clears throat> so I'll dine out on that for as long as possible. But obviously they beat West Ham and look comfortable doing it. Um, Arsenal are in such dire form. Um, it will be interesting to see because I've just had a look after Chelsea, which they will lose at the weekend for me. They've got Brighton and West Brom. <clears throat> so if they lose against Brighton, then he's got to go after that, surely, because they can't so be then he, going. He's, he's, away, he's away to Brighton, home to West Brom. Uh, no, both away, Brighton and West Brom. Both oh well, away. because yeah, exactly. Brighton away is no is is not easy, and mm. and West Brom will be three games into Sam Allardyce there, so we'll have them. He'll, he'll nearly have them set up as exactly this, as he wants them. And Allardyce has come out today, and he's saying that they're in a relegation battle and all this sort of stuff. He's already stoked up the fire as Allardyce, mm. and obviously Brighton game is on the 29th. So in three days' time, it's January. So if they lose Chelsea and Brighton, are they then going to go, right, we want to buy players in January? Mm, is Arteta the man for that? Do they then push the button? It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, Will, and listen, I think if you're any sort of player worth, worth anything, you're not going fucking anywhere near right. Arsenal. Um, you know, you're, you're just not. Who, who was the man? Uh, Peter Allen Wingy wouldn't even travel to Arsenal to try to <laughs> get a transfer. Um, that's how bad they are at the sure. moment. Um, but... 
predictions, lads, uh, because I think Grizz is, I think I, I'd err beside on, on Grizz's side here. Chelsea usually do turn up against Arsenal. And, and the biggest thing for me with Arteta is he just seems to look around a lot. Not even at the pitch. He seems to look down the line, down the line, <coughs> behind him to his bench as if, can someone help me here? And no one's helping him. But um, we, we, I don't know. I think I, I do fancy Chelsea. But Grizz, watch your prediction and don't say fucking nil-nil because you want Harry to no, no, the only no, goal this, of the weekend. No, 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 no. This is going to be one of the games where uh, it's going to be a lot of goals. So I'm going, uh, I'm going 3-1 Chelsea, this one. Okay. No worries. Matt, what are you having? 2-0 Chelsea. 2 0 Chelsea and Joe. Boys have nicked both my scores. Um, I'll go. Right. I'll go. Um, I'll go three 0 Chelsea. Three 0 Chelsea. Okay, in our syndicate, this is part of our syndicate as well. We've gone for three one Chelsea. We've gone for a one all draw and a surprise two one Arsenal win, um, covering all the bases. And uh, Nagat Mohammed says Arsenal won Chelsea four four 0 to Chelsea says Olivier. And um, yeah, most of the scores coming in there, I think. Um, are absolutely back in Chelsea to win. Kevin Sullivan has 4-1 Chelsea. I think if Chelsea score first early, I think Arsenal will fall to pieces. And I, I, they might have a few injuries. They may still have suspensions as well because they keep getting fellas sent off. But um, it's bleak. It's bleak for, for Arsenal. And when, when you tell me that the next two are... Um, at Brighton and West Brom both away, that's just, that's dead nail stuff. Like that's... I think I'll t- At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. I think Arteta gets a sack after this game. I really do. I think you I, might I think be right I, if he lose. If he lose, yeah, I think they do. I think they. I think they <laughs> announce his announce his uh, his Gonski okay. after they get beat by Chelsea. Avi has uh, donated via super chat three dollars ninety nine. He hasn't even said that, and he's just throwing it in there. Um, oh, we he's get a that legend. Bit. We get Cheers, that a bit where people mean? just throw a pound in and just say nothing. Say something um, for for your money. Um, just on that, uh, on that, someone mentioned Stevie G as well earlier. Yeah. I know Leeds United and the powers that be are very, very interested in Stevie G. Very interested. A beautiful setup, I think. We were talking about this actually. Leeds United is one of the clubs with, who don't hate Gerard because he hasn't really done much against them. Uh, so he's one of the ones he can go to, and the fans won't really give too much. The only thing is, I I don't I can't see Steve I can't see Stephen Gerrard taking a, a, a top flight job in England unless it's Liverpool. And I think I think nah. I think he can if if Liverpool isn't like two the rest rival. He, he, yeah, no, 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 not like that. Gerrard he wants to progress as quick as possible, and he can't wait for Liverpool. So Klopp is here for another four years. Gerrard will a hundred percent take uh, a Premiership job, a good one if it came available. Newcastle leads something like that. Mm. Um, I can't see him go Arsenal, but he, he won't. He can't wait. He can't sit back and wait. Just like when he went to LA Galaxy, because we told him that we wanted to make him a reserve. Like he loves Liverpool, but Stephen Gerrard's career is more important, and, and mm. that's what he's thinking about. Yeah, um, it looks like City have got United in the semi-final that League Cup. So, of course, Brentford play Spurs. I'm not too sure if someone can tell me what way that's come out because it's only a one-legged affair. Is it? Is it? Is it drawn yeah. at home or is it just a neutral venue? No, it's drawn at home. So, whoever's drawn first. It home. looks like it um, looks like City um, have been yeah, drawn it's home City, to Manchester and, and and Spurs Brentford. Spurs are home to Brentford. Okay, um, like somebody uh, said, Steve, uh, that's not Bielsa out. By the way, I just want to clarify that someone. Yeah, said no, George but look, that's for, that's for, but, but that's far we're planning. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, no, that's, that's, for, um, Joe's played for a, a plane to go over Allen Road with Bielsa out. 
Yeah. No, yeah. don't say that. Yeah. I yeah. love the man. Yeah. Stevie G in. Lots of love, Joe. XXX <laughs> off the back of a helicopter. Um, but, but but the thing is, like, like someone says there, uh, is it Muhit Malik says, Gerard won't be at Rangers until 2024. I agree with you. I think Gerard's path, if he wants to be Liverpool manager, I th- and he does, and like as somebody said on the show last night, Klopp and Gerard's contract end on the exact same day in 2024. If he is, if Liverpool are looking and saying, and they want Gerard, they're going to be, in, they're going to be talking to him saying, listen, this is your job in 2024, but here are the, 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 you know, the, the rules around it. I think he goes somewhere like a Germany, um, a France, an Italy, a Spain, somewhere like that for a, probably a season or two before he goes to Liverpool to get that experience. I, I know I get the Leeds thing, but he needs to be playing he European. Speak he can't speak German. It doesn't matter. He can't speak Scottish either, but he's up there, you know. Um, but I, I, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, I think it suits him better to go away to Europe in, in a Champions League side and, and, and learn no, and progress a bit more for two years. Then, but the answer will have made it the Champions League. Side yeah, now. well, there you go. Well, you won't have to ask again, Joe. I hate to say it to you. Um, <laughs> I think that's too much of a risk. English managers don't generally do well abroad anymore. Yeah, I too can't see Joe. I can't see Joe going abroad either. Yeah, but that's the, I'm sorry. Much of a knock. I think he takes over a very good championship team and tries to get him promoted, or he takes up a middle to lower class yeah, yeah. middle to lower I, 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 I disagree I disagree I think if he's done he's done that well in Europe with Rangers this season and not too bad last season and if he if he stops Celtic from doing 10 in a row up in Scotland he's a fucking messiah at Rangers he's not turning around for nothing in the championship I'm oh, sorry he's not because he was linked with Derby County before he went and got the Rangers job and there's no way he's going Rangers and turning around and coming back to England in the championship I'm, he's just not he, he needs to look and <clears> say to himself I'm managing Rangers I've stopped Celtic the intended row. I've gone really well in the Europa League. He'll have a go with the Champions League next season. His next step is to is to be inv- involved at a club that have significant funds. Uh, well, are literally who, set up who like are you Liverpool. Thinking? I I I don't know. I I think someone in the top four or five in Germany would be really really good for him. Like really him. good for him. I don't know. Well, timing isn't great, but I, I would think. He only think, knows Leipzig. Would, just say Leipzig. Leipzig. No, I wouldn't say Leipzig. I think. I think. <laughs> if, I think if in a year's time. What happened at Borussia Dortmund happens now. What's happening now happens in a year's time. I think you should I don't be all over. Think Borussia Dortmund are like Borussia Dortmund's too clever uh, to take on a risk of Gerard because Gerard is maybe so. He, he is a risk. He's doing dead well, like a made up. He's doing amazing in Scotland, but he's a risk. Do you know what I mean? Scotland's a different kettle of fish. You've got two teams there, and that's it. Mm. He's got a lot of money to spend, but he's doing well. But for, for Dortmund, I think they're too clever to to take him. Yeah, nah, they're not but, too clever anymore. Honestly, I think he could rock up at Leeds. He I genuinely do. could. He could do. He's well, definitely the thing not is, the, thing with, the thing with no, Leeds well, is, Bielsa is a mad, mad so and so, isn't he? He could just walk out at the end of the season. But so he's only on a rolling experience. contract. He's only yeah, on a rolling But that's my yeah. point. But that's my point. He could say, I had so much fun in the Premier League. I brought you guys up. Yeah. We've had fun. We've stayed up. Go out. And he's a mad He can do that kind of thing. And then that Gerard, three seasons or three, four seasons at, at Leeds, could do him well. Unless you've got them relegated, obviously, then fucking hell. Joe will be I after still, him. I, yeah, I yeah. still think... <laughs> I'll be banned I, off this. <laughs> I, 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 still think, I still think he needs a club that is built li- a bit like Liverpool and have good resources. Newcastle and are, 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 no, are a, champion, are a Champions yeah, League. Yeah, Newcastle really, Newcastle really built like Liverpool. Yeah, no, um, I, don't, I, don't, I think Gerard has too much about him to go work under Mike Ashley. 
I don't think you'd do it. Yeah, yeah, that's a great shout. But he's got like in 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 up in Scotland, it's a two horse race. I think he needs to make it a bit harder for himself in another country. But being a Champions League, deal with bigger bigger. Um, I see players, what you mean. You know, yeah, big, yeah, bigger yeah. profile players. Play. Yeah, bigger Good profile point. players, bigger profile club, bigger competitions eh, as a stepping stone to going to Liverpool because he is going to have to prove himself. I don't give a fuck if he's Steven Gerrard. Yeah, if he doesn't yeah, prove himself do. as a manager. He he needs, he, he won't be Liverpool manager. I, I still I still think um, if Pochettino makes the right decision about his future, I think he's a much better chance of uh, taking the Liverpool job than Gerrard. But um, let's wait and see Avi has thrown us more money in a super chat he said something this time which is amazing Gerard at Dortmund could be the perfect transition they've tried Tuchel Favre no harm in going for Gerard. Gerard under Ashley not a chance I don't know how we've got on to that um, but listen yeah, I, 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 I it's a good shout Gerard under Ashley though that's a good shout it's yeah. that same guy who stand for. I didn't no, know. I think he'd, he'd tell him to go away fairly quickly I'm being honest um, I've lost where I am but listen quick predictions happened for Matt's on it does, it does, and listen, that's okay. I very rarely lose myself, but I'm happy to lose myself from Matt. Okay, um, CEV Newcastle, okay. Matt, quick, quick prediction. City, um, 3-1. 3-1, okay. Uh, Grizz, CEV Newcastle. No, 3. City versus who, sorry? Newcastle. Ah, oh, 4-0. 4-0, okay. Joe? Um, 5-1. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four one to City in this one. Um I think they'll run out easy winners. I think Newcastle are brutal. Quickly. Yeah. Just thought of it. Would Gerard come in as because this is something I would want. Gerard come in as Klopp's number two. For the season before taking over. I would like him to, yeah. I think I think you have to. Then I don't ask think because it's Liverpool. Is. I don't think he's too proud to do that. I think that's, that's no. I think I think I think if he came in and, and it was made fairly clear that you know he's coming in for a year because he's taken over. Klopp announces I'm leaving next year. Stephen Gerrard's taken over and he's coming in as my number two. You're absolutely fine. But uh, I'd ask. I'd wonder where Pep Linder stands and all this because I, I, from what I've heard, he's fairly pivotal about what goes goes on. And I think he understands the. I think the way Pep stays. I think. I think when Klopp goes, Pep stays. He's nah, young enough. He's clever enough. He's smart enough. He's he's, yeah, he's you, so you high. Can have two number twos. So oh no no no! I'm not no, no, I'm not saying I, I don't know if I don't disagree with Gerard not coming in. I just think Pep will eventually stay as yeah. Gerard's number two. The, the, only like Pep. the old boot room, yeah. The old the old just settling in period with the man who's yeah. been there for well, Pep will have yeah. been there for eight but years. If you can get Gerard in as uh, alongside Pep, and then Klopp goes after a year. And, and Pep stays as the first team coach, and Gerald takes over. It's a, it's a uh, very lovely transition. Great shape. Won't happen, but great shot. Go on, Gav. Okay. <laughs> very touchy between Grizz and Matt at the moment. Um, apologies to our viewers. Um, quick, another quick prediction before we move on to a couple more games. Um, West Ham v Brighton. Uh, Joe, I'm going to let you go first because these fuckers yeah. keep robbing your predictions. <laughs> so go yeah. first. Uh, 2 0 West Ham. Easy oh, shit, team. man. I was going to oh. say that. <laughs> <laughs> Grizz has this down as minus no, one no, no. to minus one because that's the amount of goals in the league. Uh, Grizz, what are you having? Uh, yeah, never nil nil. Awful game. Okay. Never nil nil. No worries, I'm Matt. Who's playing? Um, West Ham v Brighton. Ooh. 2 0 West Ham. Me and Joe okay. mates tonight. 
No worries. We uh, in the syndicate, we've gone for two one to West Ham or two one to Brighton. Um, so there you go. So Shawar Hussein says, "I've tried to join your syndicate, but can't seem to find you guys. Please help. Uh, go to ColossusBets.com. Sign up. It takes four or five minutes. Okay. Search for the LFC Day Trippers. You will see us there. You can follow us there, and you can see our syndicate that is live. It's very very simple. If you go to at Colossus Bets on Twitter, um, they will explain everything to you as well. So, and of course, if if you are signed up." Go into the description of this video and click the link for the live syndicate and you will find us there, no problem. Okay, um, let me see what's next. Oh, nice. Leicester v Manchester United. Grizz are going to come to you first. Um, Leicester went away at Spurs last week. They haven't drawn a game, I don't think, this, this season. And a lot of people are talking them up. On the show last night, nobody had them in the top six at the end of the season for some reason. I think that's a bit strange. What way does this one go? Because I think, I'm going to be honest, Chris, I hold my hands up. I think United win this one because I think they will try low Brendan Rodgers into playing football against him and hit them on the break and he'll fall for it. Um, yeah, this is going to be a, a good game, I think. This is going to be a good game because, you know, Rodgers, Rodgers only knows one way to play and that's with the ball. And then United love that. So I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good clash of styles. Um, <laughs> I think this could be a crack. I think the, the the situation with Vardy is very crucial in terms of if he's playing, um, then that gives Leicester a far, far better chance than if he's not. Um, because he's 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 so good. He's aging, isn't he? He's he's he's, he's aging so well that the older he gets, the better he seems to get. He's, he's an absolute mm-hmm. underrated goal scorer for me. Um, very underrated. I think uh, but I, I think Man United will win this. I think Man United in a in a good, good um uh, sort of mode. Um, they've been getting very good, especially away from home. You know, I know they've gone away uh, behind in a couple of or quite a few games, but they found this method of playing away from home which suits them far better than they, when they play at home. And I think, as you said, this is one of those games where they could sort of lure Leicester in into sort of their, the way they want to play. And Leicester under Rodgers are very fairly one-dimensional. That being said, they're very playing very well. You know my thoughts on Rodgers. I think he's a decent coach. I think he's a good coach. Um, but I think United are in a, in a very good uh, moment at the moment. And I, I think they'll they'll sneak this. Yeah, Verdi against Maguire. Um, Tom Boland says Verdi to school. Uh, Maguire and get a hat-trick. Joe, I'm going to come to you because Leicester's home form is appalling. Manchester United's uh, away form is lost, perfect. Have they lost away from home yet? Yeah. They, they've won six out of six away from home. United. Leicester have won one at home in six I think um, but it's I, I think I think, it's, I think it's a game that I think that's a game that whoever goes out and tries to win it will lose it that's that's the only way in my head I think that's the way it works because whoever actually goes and tries to take the initiative will be just stung on the break because that's what both teams do Joe um, what, do you, what do you make of this? Um, listen we've we've been spanked by both sides haven't we you got four Against Leicester, six against them last weekend. <laughs> give, us, give us some insight. <laughs> exactly. We've only three goals scored. No, but listen, we we created quite a lot against Manchester United, to be fair. I think at the back, I know we only scored two goals, but they were pretty shocking. And they can't, I mean, we scored from a set piece. We don't score from set pieces, man. We can't defend them or attack them. Um, and I do, yeah. There was a few times where they were caught napping, but... Just the, the form that you've read out there to me, um, you know, Man United not losing away from home, uh, Leicester, gash at home. So it, it all points to a Man United win as much as that pains me to say. Because normally what happens is, right, when you come up against the Bielsa side, you do crazy running numbers. It was the same in the championship. 
It's been seen uh, in the Premier League. You you produce crazy running numbers like Chelsea did, and then you play your next game and you lose because you're done, right? And this honestly, it was called the Bielsa the Bielsa curse. We used to call it in the Championships when you beat us, you'd go and lose. And obviously, that happened with Chelsea, but I was hoping that was going to happen with Man United, and then they've won tonight, haven't they, against Everton? So I'm just I'm just clinging on to something, but no, nah, I can't I can't see past them. Um, Passy past Man United, just based on that away form alone, man. Mm. Um, mm. Avi does say good to see, in a super chat again from Avi. He says good to see Matt, Matty back, um, legend, and he gives Joe a thumbs up as well. Uh, expect an incoming DM from Grizz asking why he wasn't mentioned in that. I've, I've, ju- I've just done it. I've just sent it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, UK beat says, "Hey lads, Grizz, uh, this is for Grizz. Craig on Anfield agenda was speaking nicely about you on a stream. Could you collab with him sometime? That would be nice to see." Oh, that's nice of Craig from Anfield Agenda. Me and Craig go back a few years, so that's very nice of him. What's the story? You call having or what? <laughs> you know, you know me. I'm a phone call, email, text, DM away. What's your okay. email address? Business inquiries too. It's in his Twitter. Um, <laughs> it was one of the best things ever when he done that on Twitter on his bio. It was absolutely fantastic. You can't say it's not worked. That's that's true. The only thing is um and listen, the content you get, the content you get out of Grizz is, is the best. We're only having, we're reminiscing a little bit, just to go off on a tangent here, but we're reminiscing a bit in the WhatsApp group about the best times we've had in the WhatsApp group. And let me just say, right, none of it is repeatable because it's an absolute asylum that we're in. But one of the best days we ever had was when Grid made a statement about Love Island on Twitter. It was absolutely fantastic. And Matt will back me up on that. It was one of the best days I've ever had, A, on Twitter or B, Enjoyed in a WhatsApp it. group um, when Grizz made a passionate statement I was with regards say, to the state of Love Island. It was. It was. Grizz um, is one of my favourite human beings. Uh, he's, he's completely same. fucking bonkers. Uh, so there, there you go. Um, but listen, uh, uh, with regards to uh, UK Beats question, um, God only knows me. Um, listen, leave it at that. Um um, Grizz, please unblock me um, at Grizz Fan Club. <laughs> this this goes on every show now. Um, literally, I'm, I'm literally considering hiring a secretary to just take down notes of people that want to be unblocked by Grizz. But um, Grizz's new motto on this is: Listen, it's your last chance. Don't act the bollocks. All right. So um, we'll see. Uh, let me. I reckon see. if I create a new account, Grizz would automatically have me blocked. Yeah, Straight he away. would. He would. Straight Straight away. Away. If anyone's got an account. Anyone if anyone has a, if anyone has a Twitter oh, yeah. account, yeah. If anyone's yeah. got any black accounts or spare accounts, uh, email me. <laughs> Don't send it to Matt because as soon as it lands in Dubai, you will that account will be blocked. Avi says, and thanks for the super chat. Avi, put the put the money away. Will you stop it? Uh, Grizz and Gav, aka Jekyll and Hyde. There you go. Top top lads. Thanks a million. Um, let me see. Uh, but look, if you want to be unblocked by Grizz, uh, I'll keep reading about. I don't give a shit, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'll read. Now, let me know. No, no, seriously. No, seriously. Yeah, if you want to get unblocked, this is the place to subscribe to the channel, watch our shows, click the fucking like button, and ask me to unblock you, and I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Okay. Um, Anto G123 says Grizz is having Dave Hendrick on next week. Jesus, it's all going off. Um, we really must be Christmas. No, he, he, no, he can fuck off. Forget him. What a fucking Forget him. I know when you wonder where Grizz's pressure point is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, what <laughs> we look, I forgot all about the football ma- um, prediction. Oh, no, I wanted to ask you because, um, as I said to you earlier about Everton and where can they go, what do you make of this Manchester United side? Because I think they're just set up to um, take some pressure, sit deep so they don't expose their, their back four. And, and they have got really good players going forward. Matt. Can, they, can they maintain this to the end of the season? เอ่อเดี๋ยวไปสอบตัวเดี๋ยวดาวบาร์เดี๋ยวก็อือยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยูยู
Oh mate, yeah, we're the worst. We're the worst in the division. Like there was a stat before uh, after the Chelsea game, in terms of uh, duels in the air um, it, it, from set pieces. Leeds United were at a rate of fifty percent, and the closest team to us was Crystal Palace on twenty-seven percent. So that's like a huge, you know, for when ball. Did you do man marking or? or um, um, yeah, no. yeah, man marking. Yeah, I've got um, this big thing about um, British. Uh, pundits hating Zerno Markin for no reason whatsoever mm. and whenever you look at the stats Zerno Markin's always better Yeah, always better but they've just got this thing about where if you don't mark a man then you're not marking anything really mm. so I was just interested yeah no it is, it is a man marking but like we our, our team is tiny as well you know in comparison so the smallest gap for, eh? smallest gap always <laughs> go nah but we honestly we we, we are uh, five, two. Five, we're that's cold pieces. um <laughs> so yeah it's it's bad um and obviously chris wood plays for them used to play for leeds young charlie taylor at left back as well um <laughs> so yeah uh, we'll have to wait and see but you know, you, we'll... interesting interesting you talk about your uh, aerial jewels one because ben white was with you guys wasn't he last season uh-huh. And we scouted him a lot. And one of the one of the one of his weaknesses that our scouts found in his game was his um, uh, success rate in the air. So that kind of ties in with what you're saying. Like apparently, he's brilliant at everything else, and everything else yeah. he's, he, top, he top scored. But aerial duels one, he was very very. Yeah, poor. it was it was actually it was actually a, a viewer on this show, uh, Dylan O'Rourke, who continuously went on about this, saying, "Listen, he doesn't even win sixty percent of balls in the air." As a centre back, was that See, something you know? Is, is that something that's continued on? Yeah, I mean, look, we 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 were never exposed exposed as much in the championship. Yeah, that's true. Not it? only just due to the place, but the delivery, the delivery in the Premier League yeah. is absolutely unreal. Like when we came up against Chelsea, Mason Mount's delivery on that night was amazing, and then you've got Giroud, Zuma in there up against our small players. We only won one head of that game, and that was Patrick Bamford on the front post or yeah. in that area. You know, we do like, but honestly, from set pieces, we are woeful. Um, you know, we, we conceded against Lindelof, for example, goal West Ham. We were winning the game, two set pieces. You know, that honestly, we were terrible. So, Leeds United need to go through a game having conceded a number of set pieces, but also defended them because it's in a mental thing now. Because even Click after the West Ham game said, we knew that if they get set pieces, that they were going to score. Like you can't be going into that game with them with that mentality because then as soon as a set piece is given, you're all like, oh shit, you know? Because the the frustrating thing is, we were saying it the other night is, like, Ailing was winning headers against Halaire, Cooper's winning headers mm-hmm. anywhere outside of the eighteen yard box, they're winning headers. But then as soon as it's a corner or a set piece, they just fall into bits, and mm-hmm. you know players are getting a free run. And if you're going to give set pieces against Burnley and West Brom, like. Sam Allardyce will go, right, you get up high up the pitch, you win your set piece, let's bomb it in there, Kyle Bartley, etc. There's a few ex-players that are coming up against that, that are great in the air as well, so it's going to be difficult. But if we don't concede set pieces, we create chances like we normally do, and Bamford's in, is being clinical, then then we should be all right, man, in these two. And I think, I, I, I'm hopeful that we can pick up six points, man, and then we'll be we'll be sound going into Tottenham. Great. 
I'm going to ask you because I asked this to Joe all the time and he just refuses to um, he refuses to change he's like Marco Bielsa's fucking long lost child do Leeds need to change what way they're playing in order to pick up more points in this Premier League because I think they can change slightly protect themselves more and probably win more games I don't think they have to be as brazen as it looks like because this league is shit it's going to be very difficult for them to do that mid-season um, he's 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 got them in such a he's got the, he got he's got them playing in such a style that it's pretty unique um, in the Premier League and and it's it's very difficult to change in mid season the mindset the mentality the the everything about them I don't think they need to change to stay in the league um, I think they'll stay in the league but as I predicted at the start of the season <coughs> and, Joe, and Joe gave me weird looks but. Um, I said, I'd, I said they'd only they'd only stay up. Just, just you know, it was going to be a close run thing, um, and I and I stick stick by that. They're far better than at least four, five, six other teams in the league. So therefore, they will stay up. But to ask them to to ask him to change his way of playing mid season, no chance. This guy is absolutely you know obsessed with, with football, the way it should be played, and the way he's got his team playing. And credit to him. Look, and I've said it before as well. Look, at the end of the day, you got to work out what Leeds want out of this season. And I think the majority would want um, survival. So, and, and the, you know, maybe a cup run. Um, and and the way they're playing, there's no way of them sort of going down and there's, there's no way they're going to win the league. So why not go out the way you're playing and enjoy yourselves? And, and look, they're going to have mad days. You're going to have mad days. They're always going to have mad days when they get fresh 5-6. It's the nature of the beast. They play so open that teams will pick them off. But, but fair play to them. I don't think they change and I don't think they need to change because they'll survive easily the way they're playing. They'll win more games. Yeah. You know, can, I, can I just jump in? Yeah. Like yeah. there's a in the comment. Leeds not in the championship now. Naive not to change. It's not naive, right? West Brom have just made a change, right? I brought in Sam Allardyce. How did they get on? They had an XG of 0.001. Leeds went to Old Trafford. Yes, we got back spanked 6 2, but we created a lot of chances. It was only the other day we went uh, and, and spanked Newcastle 5-2. Now, no, but, the, but Joe, listen, there's certain games you can play for me, like in Newcastle, where you can impose yeah. yourself on teams. What I'm saying yeah. is when you go away to Manchester United or <clears> you're <throat> home to Leicester, who are really good at the, uh, you know, counter-attacking side, I feel Leeds are just going out and just... It, look, to me, Leeds feel like you're just playing football manager and just not changing fucking thing. just keep pressing the go button until you get to the end of the season no, no, no. and you can buy players they're not changing anything so, what I'm saying so, is if they can can they not just adjust a little bit for the likes of Manchester United away or a bigger side at home maybe and they might get more out of it that's all I'm asking but they don't seem to change anything for me but for me right so let's have a look right we were a couple of minutes away from getting a point against you guys mm-hmm. Rodrigo comes on no but Rodrigo comes on and gives a silly penalty yeah, we mm-hmm. played Man City, Got took a point there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I would much rather do that <clears throat> than see my team go against you guys. And and I guess you, as, opposed, as Liverpool fans as well, would prefer it. And watch them stick 10, 11 men behind the ball, have really no attacks. Like, because what you'll find is, right, against some of these top teams, Gav, we will beat them over the season. You know, mm-hmm. we will spring a few surprises. 
Um, oh, so certainly I, I, should, you most certainly should have beat City. You was by far yeah. the better team. And We're talking about one of the, the best ground, positions. Is, in if we're in the ground, yeah. we win that game. You know, I think I think I, I think I think Raji makes a great a great uh, point. He says, um, and I'll put it up on the screen for you. He says the second season is the syndrome. They need to adapt the second season a little, at the very least. They did it in the championship four season. They conceded a lot. Second season, they hardly conceded. The progression will be. Adjusting yourself slightly and, and your game plan. So I, I admire what they're trying to do, but I, I've seen, and, and listen, they won't get caught the likes of the way that Norwich did because Norwich come up and were so naive in what they done. They were trying to play out from the back and they just hadn't got the players to do it and they were getting picked off week after week. All I'm saying is when I look at this lead side, I'm thinking if they just altered this a little bit, you know, it wouldn't be 2 0 up after three minutes. The game wouldn't be over. And yeah, then you can probably change to your style after 60, 65 and just shock people and go, the fuck is going on here? And you could have come away with a win rather than a bashing. That's that's just the way I look. You know what? I've, I've been thinking about this myself. Actually, not the the problem is. I mean, I love to see Joe. Jo, not not putting uh, taking no, out. No, I love to see teams like Leeds do it because it's more fun. But you look back on history, and teams that come up generally okay. They play good football in championship, and they take that into championship. They don't get as many results, but still, it's nice to see, and you still get some good results, and you will. Get good results and one hundred percent leads to stay up. There's, there's no doubt. No, no, no deal. But, but you look at teams who have done it in the past, and because you don't have the players, you've got good players, but you don't have the players. You look at Bournemouth, you look at Blackpool, you look at all the teams that have tried to do it in the past, and it never works. You need it's it, it's a, it's almost as if you need to be a little bit boring to solidify yourself to get the better players to then play the nice football. If you know oh. what I mean. Right, but in response to that, so I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to... F- right, so take... I was listening to something the other day, actually. It was uh, on The Athletic. And they it wasn't No, no. Right. As, as, as teams come up, right, let's use Stoke, for example. Tony Pulis, right? <clears throat> and they were saying, right, so you can only buy big, bulky, rock-hard defenders. Like, the, seal, the ceiling for them, like, you can't really be <clears throat> bringing better players. Our defence isn't great. We've come up through an attacking style. So you can make that better by continuous uh, players being brought into the system. But you can't really improve on two big, burly centre-backs. Like a Burnley, for example, or like a Stoke. What Stoke did do, after being staying in the division, said, right, let's switch it up. Let's try and bring in some better players. They brought in Mark Hughes. Where are they now? They're in the championship. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think with the manager we've got, the, the director of football, the 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 whole lot, to be fair. I genuinely believe within a few seasons we'll be knocking on the door of Europe. Um, there's only really Chef United that have had in the last 10 seasons have had more points than Leeds United at this stage. Um, but I think what people are reading into is the spankings. But I get that. But as a Leeds United fan, you can ask any. You, 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 you'll find it hard to find anyone that's not accepting it. It was against Man United, man. Let's not forget. And we cannot stand them. And we're still accepting of the fact. I, I think you can improve. The, the way you improve on our results is by better players. It's not the system. If, if for example, we have someone... So say, for example, take Patrick Bamford. Patrick Bamford's having the same shots on goal as the likes of Salah and Dominic Calvert-Lewin, but half the numbers. It may be even less than half of Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So if you improve him when it's 2-0 and he has that opportunity on his right, it's 2-1. You know, I I, I just think it's, 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 
it's players that are needed in order to improve the results. Yeah, I, I, I get that, mate. I hear what you're saying, but I'm not talking about this season because you've still you're still on your bounce on your promotion, and this season you will be safe. I'm very sure about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And some spankings because that's what's happened because you play nice football mm-hmm. and, and, and you haven't got the, the players to come up against uh, a Man City, Man United to, to play that nice football and you will get a spanking, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But with the Stoke thing, that's kind of proved my point. When, they, a play, when a team tries to go to the nice football without the players, generally in the second, third, fourth season, that's when they start to go down. It's I'm not saying go to a completely boring way, but... They do need to adapt a little bit just to ease off the gas. Stoke came up with the rubbish (laughs) style of football, then tried to switch it. We're already playing the mint football, so you improve Mm. on that with players. Blackpool. I mean, I I don't know how much money you've got. The only way to get get through it, I think, is if you've got lots of money like Everton and you just buy a load of people, or... You, you, you adapt slightly and go less attacking. It's, you can still stay attacking. Look at Leicester. Leicester are the perfect example. You look can at, still... Go look on, at go Burnley, on. right? They give you a Burnley, for example, right? They've come up. They solidified, right? What 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 more can Burnley do now with that defect? Like, what, what can they add to it? How can they change their style? Their, their, their best signing this season was like Dale Stevens. This was an example that was used. Whereas Leeds United can continue to progress by bringing in better players whereas Burnley because they're setting their ways they have this certain style who can they bring in to to, to make them yeah it's a complete, re- complete I know where you're coming from with that it's a complete revamp but but mm. one so 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 what you're trying to say Joe is that this is our style we're, we'll win games we'll lose games we'll get bashed we'll bash teams that and we take it as it comes and for but what you're saying is if you add to if if you take three or four players out of that side and put three or four in that are better quality that are able to play that system better, you will yeah. get better results. Yeah, um, yeah if, you, if you set up the back of house, set up the, uh, that, that you say you have, I don't know much about the lead setup, so no, no. you're coming from a much better position than me to tell me, but if you've got that set up where you can identify a better player without spending too much, yeah, you're going to be okay. I, I'm just saying not many Look teams. Rafinha. Yeah. Rafinha costs 17 million. Boom, come in. He looks special. Yeah. There's not many examples of teams coming up playing that style of football who have lasted very long. Whereas you look at Burnley and they've lasted a long time. Even though yeah. I don't agree with it, I don't like well, it. Where are they now? Lasted... Like, you hang yeah, around yeah, there long enough. They've just become stagnant now. And, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, and, and, and you know something? Well, I'm just saying teams that play the boring football tend to last longer than, than the... The, the nice football, but if you've got that set up, then yeah, you could be right. You could be, you could improve year on year, and it could be fine. Nobody builds five G like Verizon builds five G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with five G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. Five G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 US report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Yeah, I think, and listen, it, it could be a case of, you know, they stick to this style over the next, you know, year, two years, and they do bring in better quality to, to their squad and, and, the, and the quality goes up and the yard to get, and the, you know, the amount of wins goes up and the amount of bashings goes down. And But I still think at some stage, Leeds will have to 
add that to the you know add something to the ball where they can say we can still we can come out and sit back because if you watch if, and even like I know comparing Liverpool to Leeds at the moment is is a bit mad, but one of the things that's said about Liverpool how it's progressed in the last five years is uh, we can beat you loads of ways, and I think that's that's definitely something that any club that has aspirations for whatever it's trying to do has to be able to win in certain ways now I'm not saying that Leeds will get to the level of Liverpool winning you know leagues and European Cups and stuff like that but that's something that Klopp has progressed over the over the last couple of years and now you know we can we can sit back against you we can absolutely go for you we can make it just a mad open game we, we can do all sorts of stuff and look I, I'm, I'm a big fan of what Leeds do I'm just watching them I'm thinking I'm probably a right Joe you have more quality and the the, the positives way outweigh the negatives in a massive way as the quality improves but I still think at some stage they're going to say well lads listen there is six to ten games this season you know or six to eight games this season where we're going to just be a little bit more pragmatic and we have the squad there and instead of getting bashed six times this season we'll probably get bashed three but we take points and do the four or five that's all I'm mm. trying to say but listen there's a lot of support for you in, in the chat there Joe um, and you know and that's why we have you on because people love you so uh, David Snutch says big shout out to Gavin the rest of the LSD day trippers carry on the good work it's very entertaining and funny you'll never walk alone forever uh, thanks a million David nice comment um, right that's let me get some predictions though before we go on Grizz Leeds v Burnley I was going to go 2-0 but after listening to Joe's um, analysis of the way they defend set pieces I'm going to go 2-1 okay I thought you were going to say Joe I was so passionate there and I'm going to go 4-0 <laughs> yeah I know um, no set pieces I never, honestly, I never, score from I never say the if obvious you get one, they yeah. score. trust yeah. me uh, Matt what are you having on this I'll have 3-1 leads. Okay, I'll have 2-1 leads. Uh, Joe? Yeah, 2-1. I think it's going to be tight. Okay, two cool. One. Uh, last game, Liverpool v West Brom. Um, Sam Allardyce arrives on a massive boat of gravy um, down the Mersey. Um, and he arrives in. Uh, he got dispatched in his first game at home to Aston Villa with three goals to nil. Grizz, Liverpool are hitting a little bit of a a nice little rhythm, I think. You know, just talk a jot ahead of schedule, coming back, Thiago's back in full training, Van Dijk is kicking footballs miraculously. Um, and, you know, we go into this one and people are a bit worried. Oh, Allardyce turns up, he's the last manager to win at Anfield when he was there with Palace in three years ago, wherever it was now. Chris, we just bash this. I'm, I'm not even going into mad mad um, analysis. We just bash this, Chris. Yeah, the, the feel-good vibes are slowly coming back, aren't they? Uh, especially in terms of injuries and players coming back. Um, so, so brilliant to Not see. Having, that. having what? The field cup guys have just won the league. Um, yeah, I know, but... I've been there about all season. There's only doubters like you that... Look, that unless you've been missing for like last year, uh, six months like you have, right? You know that we've had a lot of injuries and the vibes have been sort of... Yeah, like and and COVID. And COVID. I know, but I'm not talking about that, am I? Fucking Joe, you know... We, he goes off on one when I speak. This we talk about what I'm saying is I'm talking about the vibes, right? So vibes yeah. doesn't mean necessarily on the pitch. It means around That's the right. club. So what I meant was the positive vibes are back with the players coming back. Now tell me why I said factually incorrect there. Well, Nothing. Been, Shut up. We've just hit top two weeks, a uh, week ago. Before that, the top we got early. Before that, we were, teams. Before, before that, we were like level on top and 
like the likes of Spurs and Chelsea, and it's not you know positive for us because these teams if are. You don't feel good about going through but, the Champions League top but, and being joint top of the league. Then so back yeah. to my original point: the vibes, the, 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 the feel good vibes. I said not the positive. The feel good vibes are back, especially with the returning players being seen on the training ground. So happy, um, Fat Sam's a. You know, he's a proper dinosaur manager and he hates us with a passion. Absolute hates yeah. us with a passion. So um, he's going to try his absolute best to try to disrupt any sort of um, um, good vibes and good feelings that we have. I don't think he's got the team. I don't think he's had enough time to implement his style or his tactics on us. And Gav, um, we should. We should wipe the floor with them. Um, I hope, I really hope we do. Um, fully fit squad, a revved up Salah, a motivated <clears throat> Mane. And, and, and a back to sparkling best Bobby Firmino. Um, I'm expecting a Liverpool win. Uh, no, I'm not going to muck about um, like I usually do and say there's a threat. But um, I am expecting a Liverpool win and a handy one at that. Okay. Joe, um, you had the audacity last week to um, question Liverpool's away form. And then Liverpool <laughs> went and um, um, had a slender 7-0 win away at Crystal Palace. <laughs> And um, it, with a bit of luck, you're going to tell us that West Brom are going to get something here um, on the 27th yeah, as well. Um, yeah. Because literally, uh, um, our Twitter account lit up after this already. Like, Joe was spot on, wasn't he? Um, but, Joe, like, uh, not, not to, I am going to write off West Brom. I am. Because mm. I just think, you know, they have put a decent performance in a way, as someone said there at Manchester United. They're, um, they're, they're, they're under Billich, though. They're yeah. under Billich. The guy should have never lost his job. The the time for dinosaur managers like Sam Allardyce, etc., is gone. He's coming. I know he didn't have long to work with them, but they got spanked by Villa. 3-0. Now, I know he only had a couple of days, but you you would imagine that he'd be able to set them up better defensively mm. to not then go get spanked 3-0. I dare say they wouldn't have got spanked you know, with Billich in charge. They'd just come off a good result against City. So them results against City and Man United were under Billich, totally different manager. He's just going to try and stink the place out. I'll never doubt Liverpool. I, I doubted Liverpool against Leicester on here, and they mm -hmm. went out and spanked him. Wolves, dispatched. And I, I, I was trying to find ways to find chinks in the armour. And I sat here and went, oh, you, you're not done great away. And then you went and won 7-0. So I was like, right, that's it. Um, yeah, I think you'll hammer these. And I hope you do, because... Yeah, the way they dealt with Billy just bang out of order because I think he's a top... I don't know him personally, but I think he's a top guy and I think he knows his stuff and I think he should have been given at least a chance to do it. They aren't doing that bad. Um, and I just think the time for these sort of managers is done. Tony Pulis came in in Chef Wednesday. I know this is in the Championship. No one really cares. Uh, but he, he's had a similar sort of impact there. They aren't getting results after getting... So I just think it's dinosaur stuff. It's no longer any good at this level of football and I, I think you will spank them yeah three four the mm. gash um, I, I just think it's it's one of those where uh, he might come out and try to disrupt us but Liverpool are just, just rise above this stuff and the quality we have and, and the fact that we've had a week off and you know players are a little bit more fresh you have got Kate to come on back we did come back last weekend there's loads there to say that they'll come in and stuff like that um, Ma um, I don't know what's wrong with Ma Um but Matt, I want. All right, okay. He's obviously pissed. he's obviously pissed off at Joe's um, uh, prediction that Liverpool would draw last weekend as well. Uh, Matt has that bitch and pussy. 
Uh, oh, well, look, look. Sweet pussy jumping around Matt's kitchen. Lovely. Um, nothing. Uh, nothing new. Um, Matt, a lot of people in the chat are asking, what, how many changes would you make from Crystal Palace? What way would you go? So I want you to pick the Liverpool side for the 27th place. Um, go on. Yeah, I wouldn't make many changes at all. Uh, we've we've had a lot of time off. Uh, what was it? Eight days did we have? Yep. Seven days? Eight days. Eight yep. days. Uh, they all had Monday, Tuesday off as well. So they've all had a bit of time with the family. I think everyone's fitting round to go. So you are Alison, Trent, uh, Matty, uh, Fabino, Robbo, Hendo, Genie, Kaita, Mane, Bobby and Salah. Okay, you have Kaita in ahead of Curtis Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Um, predictions Kays, on this one. Against Go Fat on. Sam, I don't, I don't want Curtis Jones to be lumped all over the place, which he, okay. he will try. Well, you probably don't want Kaita lumped all over the place either. And, um, but <laughs> yeah. look, it's just the, it's like just the way it goes. Like, you know, oh, forget it. I don't want to start another argument. Okay. No, no, on, what, what are we going to say? You know what, you know what, no, he's talking I, I about wish... Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones has proved to be an absolute. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. I'm not saying. Look, 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 look. It's one of the. This, oh, is, a, this, is, like, another, like, this is another. Like, let's not play Curtis that Jones that in case he gets bullied. Because like, I you know. pick one thing that doesn't mean I don't like the other. I love yeah. Curtis Jones as well. He can also slip in for uh, Kaita, and I'll be absolutely made up of it. No mm-hmm. issue at all. Either of them two, and I don't care at the moment. I'm, I'm a Kaita fan anyway, so. Uh, he played last game. He played well, so let's keep him in. Let's go. I'm not yeah. saying that Curtis Jones is bad. I'm just saying that's what the team is. No, that's okay. fine. But I just didn't like your reasoning. Like you know, in case West Brom. Uh, uh, no, no, I didn't. Oh, mean, I didn't mean bully. He's going to learn. He's been absolutely fantastic for us against teams that yeah. look did look to bully him, and especially Spurs. Spurs looked to <clears> play <throat> dominate him, like with like the physical Sissoko and Hoiberg in there. Do you know what Chris, I mean? And, and, and if, he passed that test. If if um, yeah. Thiago is ready to play, will you play him? Thiago, if he's ready to play, yes. Mm-hmm. Of course I'll play him if he's ready to play. Nah, okay. first game, you, you bring him on. But he's not ready to play. 60th minute, something like that. He, yeah, I, I, I could see him being on the bench. I could see yeah, him. Yeah, if he's on the bench, bring him on, get him some minutes, and then yeah. he starts next game. That's I how could. you do it. I could. Um, right, predictions. Grizz, go. 3-0. Uh, okay. Ma? 2-0. Joe? Uh, Jones, Jones are both of them. Four. <laughs> four. Four nil. Yeah, four nil Liverpool. Okay, I'm go- I'm gonna go four one Liverpool. Um I think she- I I know what I know what Joe was saying about it was around Billage and stuff like that, but they do score away at Man City and, and they, they they have some decent players. I like the looks of that Gallagher that plays with him. I think he's on lot in Chelsea, but every time I've watched him he's impressed me. So um keep an eye out for him. Um lads, before we go, um three goal scorers for the weekend. What are you ha- what are you having? Grizz, give me three goal scorers for the weekend. Three goal scorers, Bamford, mm-hmm. um Kane mm-hmm. and Salah. Okay, Joe. I've got Vardy, Sterling, and Bamford. Okay, Matt. Uh, Vardy, Mane, and Son. Okay, I'm gonna go Salah. Is Aguero fit? I think no, he is. Might, might no, Aguero won't start now. It's broken, isn't he? He's not playing against. He's not playing against Newcastle. No. Okay, I'll well then I'll have I'll have Salah, Jesus, and I'll have that guy <sighs> from Favilla that keeps getting called offside. Watkins. 
Watkins, yeah, I'll have him. Um, he's been unlucky, but um, I'll have him. So, lads, before we go, um, Grizz, are you looking forward to Christmas? Yeah, yeah, of course, as always. Um, lovely time with the family. As I told you, look, um, business doesn't stop for me, unfortunately. It's, it's one of the busiest times for the year. But Christmas Day, I'll have off. Christmas Eve will be busy at mm-hmm. the shops. Christmas Day, I'll have off. And, um, yeah, a bit of food. I'll send you pictures. Great. Can't wait for it. Um, Matt, um, apart, from, apart from getting pictures of Grizz's dinner on Christmas Day, what are you looking forward to most around Christmas? What are you doing? Uh, well, I've been away for a year now, so it's good back seeing everyone. Uh, I've been having a load of drinks, just getting, just getting pissed. Yeah, good. In the family, enjoying Listen. yourself. Yeah, um, Matt is back in the UK, just getting pissed, and then he's going to go back to Dubai, and that's, listen. And, get, and carry on getting pissed. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can beat that for a Christmas. To be perfectly honest with you, Joe, have a go though. What are you doing for Christmas? Uh, no, nothing, mate. No, just uh, kids and the missus, mate. I was uh, finished my Christmas shopping today, and that was brutal, man. I, I hate it, man. Like it was just so busy. And what's your missus like? Oh, no, listen. I've been just. No, you can't you ask us that. I don't know. I'm not going to answer that. Any pictures? <laughs> I'll do what Grace and just send them. I'll send them, you mate. Christmas. I'll send them. Yeah. So, so on Christmas Day, <laughs> on Christmas Day, Matt is getting a picture of Chris's dinner and a picture of Joe's missus. So I don't know what, where the fuck is this gone? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, Joe, Joe, you nearly got to the end of the show without Matt doing something like that. Uh, it's gone really well. Listen, he asks everybody that question when he comes on. Um, he texts me a couple of times a week asking me um, what the story is with me missus. So it's it's absolutely fine. It's just normal for Love him. And, and and if you if you just treat it like it's a normal question um, his doctors say that that's probably the best way to do it um, but now the misses the kids and, and stuff like that just the, the standard Christmas yeah 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 good stuff good stuff I can't believe he's asked them that. how about you Gav um, me you, Gav? Uh, well of course of course uh, oh what about you Gav any pictures of your missus um, yeah I could send a few there's no problem at all um, but with regards to Christmas um, what day is today Wednesday tomorrow nice and relaxed Christmas Eve um, no shops no fucking about. The only th- the only reason I'm going out is for cans. You done it all today, didn't you? You done it all this morning, didn't you? You done your big shop this morning. Oh, I done my big shop yesterday. Um, oh, yesterday. Yeah, got in there nice and nice and early. Happy days. Um, went down the shops today. It was absolutely mental down there. So got what I needed. Got yeah. home. And I, I, as soon as I came in the door, I said to me, Mrs. I'm not going back out tomorrow. Don't care what you need. I'm not going out um, because it's crazy. And um, in the in-laws on Christmas Day, and then nothing really planned around the golf somewhere at some stage. But other than that, no, it's very standard. And of course, with the restrictions and COVID and stuff like that, it's, yeah. it's you know, even meeting family or extended family is, is becoming difficult. But that's just what you have to do until this thing pisses off, you know, so. Um, yeah, so look, it's 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 our last it's our last show uh, before uh, before Christmas. Um, but it's not our last show of the year. We have got stuff on the twenty seventh. Of course, the Fatback Four will be back um, for the game. Um, uh, the reaction to the game against West Brom. We have got stuff then during the week. We are taking off tomorrow, Christmas Day, and and the twenty sixth, and then we're taking off. I think it's like the twenty nine, twenty twenty four, start the twenty twenty four, some forced. But um, we let you know. Tour, tour, Ma, um, thanks a million for joining us. I can't believe you've asked Joe that at the end. Um, I don't know. So this does better in the post. I don't know how it's going to go. But Matt, thanks a million for joining us. Cheers, mate. 
Good, good stuff, you. good stuff. Great to have you back. And um, make sure that car hasn't got fucking whiplash out the sliding door. It's just fucking <laughs> at a hundred miles an hour. Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe. Um, all we can do is apologise for Matt's uh, choice right, mate, at the end. It. It's all right. Uh, but listen, if you didn't want to send pictures, send it to Matty forwards them all through WhatsApp anyway. So it's cool. Um, but listen, Matt, uh, or Joe, have a brilliant Christmas, and we we'll talk to you, you very, uh, very much, soon man. afterwards. All right, um, yeah, Chris, have a great Christmas. I um, can't wait to see the pictures of the plate and stuff like that on Christmas Day. Um, no you're an absolute man. star. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Good stuff. Good Thank stuff. you for having me. Cheers, Matt. It's been a while. Enjoyed you. Good I stuff. didn't think I'm um, going to survive this, but love you, yeah. guys. I think, it was the, I think it was the fourth tumbler of red wine that just tipped him over the edge there. And it was just unfortunate <laughs> that Joe um, literally just said that. Um, no, I, honest, to God, honest to God, Gav, honest to God, I WhatsApped him at the start and I said, I don't know how I'm going to survive this. Like, WhatsApped him privately and I and yeah. he's done amazing, brilliant. Fucking hell, yeah. he's proper read up on all those teams in the last half an hour before oh. the pod. He fucking just, did because he, 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 well. he just screenshotted the picture of the league table and went, ah, right, he, I know he's I, in the I league. Tell you, what, he, you know, I mean, I thought I'm going to die on this pod with laughter, but yeah. um, he actually fucking Googled right. every single team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know, I know you did, I know you did, I know you did, I know you did, I know you but listen, um, that's it. We're going to head off. That has been the Friday forecast with Colossus Bet. Of course, go to the go to the description. You will see the link for us in to get if you want to join in. Um, bit of interest over the festive season while you're watching them, um, while you're sitting there eating turkey sandwiches on on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Um, that might be something to keep you involved. Uh, listen. <coughs> Everybody that's watching, everyone that listens, um, everyone that supports us across social media, thanks a million. Um, it's been a really good year. We will be back before the new year, but I just want to say to you all, have a very, very, very Merry Christmas, as Grizz would like me to say. Over and out. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.